welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Friday, October 6th, 2023. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host as always, Brian Cruz. Welcome back, everybody. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Yeah, we made it through the week and we're here again on this big old Friday for a great old Drunk Friday episode of Cruise Control. Well, we, you know, we drink all the time on here on Fridays, so it's, it's happening if it's your first time here. And we're going to talk about the strike stuff going on. We're going to talk about a lot of remakes happening. The Chris Rock story directing the Martin Luther King Jr. project and also making his debut tonight because he's been trying to get in here multiple times as Peppy, our correspondent out there in the field. So wait for that later on the program. But welcome back, my lovely co-host, Miss Sabrina Vittori. Sabrina, welcome back to the program. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you, Brian? Great. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yay. How's your Friday been? Actually, a Friday for me, so I'm hey, very Rex. excited. Yeah. Hi, Razor X. What's up? Thanks for coming back. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. How are you having a week so far? It's been great. You uh, have any plans? I have had a very long week, but it's been a wonderful week. Very, very happy currently. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you for being here as always. Also joining us back for the second time here on Cruise Control, post-production audio engineer extraordinaire himself, I'm going to say, Mr. Brandon Oldsberg. Brandon, welcome back to Cruise Control. How are you doing tonight? Oh, man, I'm doing so good. Thank you for having me, man. Oh, wow. That pleasure. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> How you been? I haven't seen you in a little bit. You have a good week? Uh, I actually worked this week, so honestly, nice. Doing pretty good. Yay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hope up, a little hope up. Yeah, we'll see. You Back later. to work. Yeah, just two days. I know. But those are two days I didn't have, so that's nice. They'll take it, right? They'll yeah. take it. There's a strike. There's a strike, Lexi. You're right in the chat. There's yeah. a strike. Unfortunately. Hi, Lexi. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being here, though. Appreciate you. We're having a lot of fun tonight. Also joining us back for the, I think it's the second time right now, the second time, actor, writer, director, producer, and the co-host of the Frank Mink Show. You can check it out on Spotify. You can hear it on iHeartRadio. You can hear it everywhere you want to find music. You can find audio series. Now, Spotify has 1,500 audio books coming. They have a lot of audio series there. You can find it there, too. Mr. David Goldsmith. David, welcome back to Cruise Control. How you doing today? Happy Friday. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Chug, 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 chug. Glad to be here. Here we go. Happy Friday. How you been? I'm good, bud. Really excited to be here. What an exciting experience this is it. <laughs> Appreciate you. I really do. Thanks, Mir. Oh, Queen says hi, Goldie. Oh, what up, Queen? <laughs> but thank you all for being here of course it's friday we're gonna have a great time there's been lots going on even though of course the strikes are still going on with sag after but people are getting back to work as brandon's saying which is awesome and that is some breaking news <laughs> First thing that I want to dive right into is I want to talk about Squid Game just very briefly off the top here because Squid Game is actually opening up. Well, they're opening the doors to actually have casino games. That's right. It'll be the first time that Netflix has gone out there and put their license on a casino game, and they're really excited about it. Now, they're going to have Red Light, Green Light on there. They're going to have all their different platforms. They're also going to add three bonus games on there, too. And, of course, you can't die playing casino game, but, I mean, I think they're having fun nonetheless. They're trying to branch off. They're also doing an immersive program here in L.A. So if you want to experience Squid Game without actually 
being murdered, I guess. You can do this in LA. And it's gonna go down December 6th for 39 bucks each. You can go and have this immersive pop-up experience and be a part of Squid Game. And then, you know, go to Vegas when it comes out and you know, go gamble away a little bit because people love them some Squid Game. Lots of blood and gore there, just like on Castlevania. Lots of blood and gore. But the second season is coming for Castlevania. That's right, Nocturne. Now this is one of those things where it's a spin-off of the original Castlevania and they're diving in and doing more. Just debuted this past week. September 28th came out and Netflix says, hey, it's in the top 10. Let's do some more. Signed up, make it happen. Move that some bitch forward and make some more Castlevania for the fans out there. And this is actually going to take place. It's like 300 years following the events of the original show. And it's a big thing for, you know, for uh, Castlevania fans and for video game fans out there, the animated series is doing really well. So I'm excited about it. I mean, they're killing bitches, slaughtering people, and, you know, Nickelodeon slaughtering iCarly and canceling that shit. Rude. They're canceling that shit, Sabrina. Now, I'm, I'm not a big iCarly fan, but this is a Nickelodeon for a long time, from 2007 to 2012. Long time for Nickelodeon show. Doesn't usually last that long. They usually cancel them after three, but it was doing so well. It was, I remember we were working on Thunderman, Sabrina, and myself, and they just kept re-upping it and re-upping it. And, uh, uh, very shocking, but you know, it's good for them. They came back for Paramount and they went three seasons and now it's canceled, not coming back for a fourth. So we're not going to find out any more about Carly. Oh, my heart's broken. But if you're a fan of there, of course, you're probably broken right now, but it did really well. They said the revival series gave the uh, fans a chance to really dive in and see what happened to Carly after and her social influence hard moving pass. forward. Hard pass for Sabrina. But Sabrina, I'm not going to say, well, she didn't say hard pass this, but Taylor Swift, she finally reached it. A hundred million dollars for her pre-sales, hundred million dollars for pre-sales for the Eras Tour. AMC released this information and people are going nuts. Of course, it's been the whole comparison with Beyonce back and forth. Like, who's going to do the best? I'm sorry those Beyonce fans out there, but Taylor Swift wins because I think like her opening day was like for pre-sales was like five or six million and Taylor Swift was in like a fucking multi-millions, like tens of millions. And now a hundred million, they're predicting, well, they already pre-sales are done. Over a hundred million dollars for Taylor Swift out there to actually bring her tour to the big screen. And this includes all showtimes, locations, and circuits playing the airs tour across the globe. That's what AMC said about this. So 50, it's got 8,500 cinemas, 100 countries, October 13th. If you're a big fan of Tay Swift, you can uh, you can get in there and check this out. But she's coming back to theaters for the very first time with somebody else that's coming back. It's Saturday Night Live, finally. And of course, all these programs are rolling out since the writers are back to work. But SNL is starting back very soon with Pete Davidson hosting the very first show because Pete Davidson was supposed to host that show. But then what happened was WGA strike shut down. He was done. That was over with. But now because they're, they're amping back up for October 14th, they're letting Pete Davidson actually host again. And they're having ice spice as the musical guest, which I never heard of ice it's spice. It's kind of before. a big deal right now. Actually yeah, ice spice, a big deal. big deal. I haven't heard of ice spice, but you know, and then, and then bad she's bunnies coming in. She's doing stuff with Ben Affleck. She's very, very in the know right now. Ice spice. Uh, ice spice. Kind of a big deal. Uh, have you, do you know I her music? Her apartment smells of rich mahogany and leather bound, bound books. books. Of course it does. Do you know, do you know her work? though sabrina have you heard some of her uh, songs or no no i just uh through doing the show and you know being up on pop culture i guess uh i've i've seen her around a lot lately so yeah. um on variety there's actually like a blinking screen on their website uh on the lower right hand corner that is like constantly promoting her so i saw that's why i saw her with ben affleck and saw her with um uh taylor swift so yeah nice, nice. she's a rapper though so oh cool. um just to uh, be clear on that, I do love her. I'm going to check her out. I actually have been seeing her all this week on there, so I'm I'm uh, I'm going to check her out. I mean, they're going nuts. All these programs are coming yeah, back. Ice Spice, yeah. Ice Spice. Brandon, have you heard of Ice Spice before? Are you excited SNL's coming back? 
Can't say I have, but I am excited that SNL is coming back for sure. And I'm glad that they gave Pete Davis in the role again. Just a kind of a good, you know, a good thing to do. Get in there and get back to work and meet all of his friends again and have a good time. Yeah, Racer X yeah. is a good thing this is happening. Yeah, it's really exciting. How about, how about you, Gold? Did you watch SNL? Are you excited they're coming back? Are you missing some SNL? Or are you just kind of like, eh? Right now, I'm just still beside myself about the iCarly situation. Um, it's just hard to concentrate on anything else, really. It's, um, I don't even know. I don't. What a what a bummer. Rocked you know, your world, right? Respect with iCarly. It never. They, yeah, they never showed enough boob. It's not going to last. We knew it wasn't going to happen. Anyway, um, SNL, SNL, man. I mean, you know, it's 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 a classic. It's an icon. It's an American institution. I'm looking forward to it coming back. I hope that. You know, it's more entertaining than it's been in the past. I mean, it's only you know, generally like a third of it is watchable. I'm hoping we yeah. get 50%. <laughs> All right. um, it, it goes in waves. Know, it does. It does generally murky, cloudy, shitty waves full of trash. But, um, <laughs> you know, there's some really good stuff in there, too, and it's worth tuning in. So, yeah, I just, you know, maybe I'll drown my iCarly sorrows in the, uh, the new SNL scene. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good trade-off. Yeah. It's a good trade-off. I know a lot, a lot of people are heard about iCarly, Goldie. A lot of people are very upset about this because... I'm devastated. You're not alone. You're I not alone. Like if you watched it, the original iCarly, like, are, aren't you like too old to watch the revival of iCarly? It just doesn't, didn't well, seem like a sound plan, honestly. Well, she's back together with this guy. It's a whole thing, Sabrina. The people want to know. I don't care. <laughs> I, 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 we're of age watch Nickelodeon when the original one was on. <laughs> like now you're like oh let me I have to I have to see what happens with I like are you I don't I don't know I just I don't get it I'm just shocked that yeah. Nickelodeon let it go like the original show go that long normally they do the same thing that Disney does like go three seasons and then axe it because the contracts change and all of a sudden they have to pay full rights for the contracts so it's like full pay because they get these deals for the first three seasons and at season four like all the crew and the cast go to full wages and so they usually axe it or they we said before the whole uh, sweet life seasons. sweet life on deck thing where sweet life of Zach and Cody became the Sweet Life on Deck because all the actors went back to day one <laughs> contracts as opposed to going to principal normal contracts. And he's, uh, you're right, you're right, Racer. I iCarly sketch. Maybe Pete Davidson's gonna be iCarly coming in hot on the uh, on the okay. debut. Okay. <laughs> you asked for this, Goldie. You asked for this. But speaking of SNL, also I want to talk about Chris Rock because Chris Rock right now is actually directing the Martin Luther King Jr. project. That's right. Moving forward with Steven Spielberg producing emblem productions are coming forward with them of course executive producer that's of course his company is going to be attached but universal is going to be doing it and it's actually based off the definitive they're calling it biopic for martin luther king because it's based off of the book king of life and right now this is a has a national book award it has been hailed as a definitive biography of civil rights icon dr king for the use of previously untapped sources that include previously unreleased declassified FBI information. And this book has been doing very well and they got the rights to Universal and they're bringing it out and they thought that Chris Rock was the person to lead the way. And of course you got Spielberg, executive producer, a lot of that just means the name, it's money, it's a production company, that's about it. Will he actually be there? Probably not, maybe, maybe there's a chance, but Chris Rock has directed a few different things before. I had a state, what a, what, a, what a winner, had a state. I actually don't mind had a state, but you know what I mean? And I think I love my wife and also top five is a big thing. Like I think it was in 2014, they were talking about how he got so many praises at like a film festival over that too. So yeah, Chris Rock, everyone's talking about online. Get Denzel Washington from MLK. That'd be good. And yeah. King. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. But I want to go to Goldie here first. Goldie, what do you think about <laughs> what do you think about Chris Rock or Chris Rock directing this? Do you think it's a good project for him? Do you think it makes sense? I think it's exciting. I mean, I've been looking for a Martin Luther King Jr. comedy for a long time. Uh, and I <laughs> so the same thing. <laughs> Track. I mean, it's going to be fucking hilarious. I can't wait to see what they do with the assassination scene. I mean, what the fuck are they thinking? I mean, I don't know. Maybe Chris Rock has the sentiment and the capability to get there and go deep. But I mean, wow. I mean, this is a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, possibly, or something else. You know, if you want to get out there and go off on a limb. But I don't know. Just Chris Rock. I mean, Chris Rock's wildly talented, but he's wildly hilarious. And I just don't know yeah. what else he's going to be able to bring to the table. I mean, that comedic timing timing classically is far more robust than dramatic timing without question if you can do comedy you can do drama there's no question yeah. if you can do yeah. you know that's that's a that's a long-standing truth but um yeah man i don't know i don't know it would, i can't imagine there wouldn't be a lot of levity on set and i don't know how much that lends itself to this sort of narrative so i don't know man i'm not against it i, I can understand why chris rock would be interested in doing it think anyone would be mlk is is worthy of, of a really good movie um yeah as soon as i saw chris rock was slated to direct you know typical in hollywood jaw drops open i throw something that breaks and i just crawl into a ball on the couch <laughs> did you see the saw movie saw spiral i mean saw spiral did you see saw 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 Spiral? it's such a lot but what? saw spiral he was a dramatic actor in there but it's just it's just you know you're right when i hear about chris rock i think about comedy and you think i mean directing i don't really think about directing but good for him i guess you know i mean maybe he'll bring something or see something and that'll be a massively great for the project i don't know what do you think i'm not, think it's, not against it by any means i just sort of shocked by it yeah, I'm a little shocked by it too. What do you think, Sabrina? Do you think that this is a good project for Chris Rock? Uh, and I, I had the same exact reaction. But when I say when you mentioned it to me, I was like, "Is it a comedy?" Like, I don't, I don't. I, it's you know, because he's so great at being funny. Mm -hmm. um, but that you know, that doesn't mean that he can't pull it off. I think, uh, I think it's going to be difficult. Uh, and if he does pull it off, I think that he's uh, definitely opened a lot of doors for himself by by way of you know directing something super successful uh, that is under the helm of Steven Spielberg, of all people. Like, I mean, I, I'm rooting for him. I hope it's great. Um, and, you know, if you if you can direct, you can direct. So, you know, if he, yeah, I just, I feel like it's just going to be maybe a different version of him on set. Uh, what's on what the Goldie screen said, right now? Of? It looks like he is. What's on the screen right now? It looks like he's fucking. What is <laughs> he might be. He's thinking about it. He's thinking about it, Gold. <laughs> it's also like he just came off that uh, that comedy tour. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, like, you know, like right now, he's the, the last thing he did was like, you know, be super fucking funny on stage yeah. in an all white outfit. So, like, I just, I, it just seems like that's what's in everyone's head when they think about Chris Rock currently because and that's slap. a huge thing. Slap again. Uh, for for uh, Netflix. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, I, I'm, I think, I think he can do it. I, I, I feel like um, Steven Spielberg wouldn't just willy nilly throw something out there. Also, RacerX said uh, I would expect uh, Spike Lee to direct this, and I, that would that would not yeah. surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I I hope he pulls it off. Honestly, I think really good. Uh, yes, nothing wrong with being yeah, ambitious yeah, and right creative. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's just hard for people to give you that chance. So the fact that he got that chance means something. You know, it goes, it goes a long way. It really does. What do you think, Brandon? Are you excited about this project? Do you think it's a good idea that they put Chris Rock, you know, in charge of helming the project, or would you have liked to seen somebody else? Honestly, I think it is a great idea. Like, cause like he does have like the the outlook for being more uh, comedic and stuff like that. But like, I understand like 
if your vision or image is always of one thing, the more you want to prove that you can do other things. And I, I think this is a fantastic person to give that opportunity to, to show that he has other creative avenues to explore and more talents to, to show to the world. So, yeah, no, I, I, I liked it a lot. I, I really do think that he'll do it well. And I mean, you know, it's it, it's one thing, and I do think Denzel, honestly, from below, like I think Denzel should play it. Like it's gonna be phenomenal if he does. But yeah, no, I was, I think Denzel's Denzel's the man. I met him one time, and I was uh, working on the Goldbergs, and I was standing in, and he just came up behind me. He's like, he's like, okay, camera A, camera B, mm-hmm, uh huh, all right, okay, well, where's Crafty? Where's Crafty? And he like moved the girl that was next to me off her mark, and then went next to me, and I'm like, I looked over to my left, and I went what the and then he's just like mess with everybody all the camera people just like walking through he said he had a meeting wow. or something and then he's like drive me to crafty and then he like walked off set and the dp took a good picture it was pretty cool but he's a good guy i wouldn't mind him playing this part too he did he did play malcolm x i feel like that's kind of a, no, that's a, I, I feel like that's a, thank you whoever whoever pointed that out in the chat i feel like that's definitely a, a very, yeah. very good, point. <laughs> a good choice but Chris Rock is not, you know, kind of old. I feel like Denzel's kind of old to play uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Also, I think yeah, they're gonna they're gonna go past, uh, past his prime. They're gonna get someone new. There'll probably be someone, maybe an undiscovered person. I'm all about that too. It's always nice to bring someone new and give them a chance, give them an opportunity to push their talent forward and show a different side that no one can expect. So a lot of times you see Denzel, you think Denzel, you think that's what I mean. That's what it is. It's a, he's a brand at this point. So put somebody else in there, someone fresh. If you're, if you're putting a fresh director like Chris Rock in here, I mean, he's done stuff again, but giving a big project this put somebody new in there too yeah. and like let somebody shine that'd be great spike should be doing it that's what ty says yeah I could, I could have seen spike doing it you know especially like chris rocks just looking to get that controversy out of his life to slap again he's like i don't want to talk about that anymore but somebody else who's all about controversy her whole career now she's trying to push it away it's paris hilton because paris hilton's in the news again everybody and she's in the news because again uh, you mean uh, from 1994 to now well Thank i mean you. she's been in the news a million times but she's <laughs> you know but you know 824 a24 Sabrina is doing a bio series about Paris Hilton, which I'm like, does she warn A24? I mean, A24 no. is great production. They're doing so much stuff right now, but do they, is it going to be like, like graphic and she gonna be killing bitches? I mean, I don't know, like slaughtering bitches for taking her camera and her Instagram posts. I, I don't know. But this is moving forward May 24. It's based off her memoir that came out titled Paris, the memoir riveting but that came <laughs> you know riveting but the details in the plot are currently under wraps but she will be the executive producer on this of project of course she will and she'll have a lot of influence in there she said that this whole thing it's really she said i wrote the book so that it could show the world who i am today and she's talked about how she lost her power before and then she got it back with her family and her friends getting behind her and having kids and that really empowered her to change her and and this is a whole different paris hilton before and she's talking about the effort that she went through during a time when we didn't have social media the way it is. People weren't influencers back then, but she was in a lot of ways an influencer. So the idea is to showcase the early pivotal times in social media before it blew up where Paris Hilton conquered the world. And, you know, and she was kind of, you know, talk bad about it. Look at, that, look at the South Park episode. I mean, I laugh my ass off at that South Park episode. It's, 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 it's fucking great. Her and that little dog, everyone knows about those fucking things. It's like a meme in the making right there. So there's probably a million memes out there. But Paris Selling is a bio series is moving forward. Not much details, but it is happening. Brandon, what do you think? You want to see Paris Sullivan up in a bio series? What do you think about this? I mean, if anyone uh, could literally uh, say that uh, as an answer to who owned an entire decade, it would be Paris Hilton. Like, she is such a phenomenal 
like person like growing up in the south park episode you really got it like it as you saw her Still every great. way like you, could, you turn left and then you saw like something of paris hilton's and, and it's just yeah i mean i would love to see like that where where the internalness of that kind of kind of fame would uh would uh affect a person and so on and so forth so i mean you know just getting a little uh window into the person that like literally did so much and was like the face of a decade was yeah pretty pretty interesting stuff yeah um you know i it is interesting but i'm also like hasn't she done enough can we just like push her aside goldie like second, do we have to second. see more paris hilton again like come on goldie she's first, she's first been irrelevant all, for a long fucking time first of all she should play mlk that's the way i see it <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much what the fuck paris hilton is famous for being famous that's it oh, fuck. who cares it's insane why anyone would put money, time, energy, or even any creative droplet of spirit into trying to do anything else for this young lady who has it all. I just don't understand. I understand why America gives a shit because they work at the family dollar and they eat fucking red vines for dinner and they want to see her fucking life. But I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're in the entertainment industry and that's cool. That's one little segment. But what about like we just get back to making some fucking movies? And some art with some movies. Yes, some movies, people. I mean, it's it's, it's it's honestly, as probably the oldest person on the internet, I have to say, this is offensive. <laughs> I, I you, feel you, Goldie. No, I mean, I, I feel you though, because honestly, it's like, why? I mean, we don't really. I mean, the question we always say on the show: Do we need this? And no. I mean, it is. Oh, no, we don't. Wait. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, or what the uh, repo the genetic opera i remember repo the genetic opera i actually kind of like that that was kind of hilarious so i don't know if you ever saw that goal that's a that was a fun project and it had the guy from a bucket of vampires like yeah it was oh, fun, it was, I, I, fun. I, I, yeah yeah you know <laughs> yeah. Sorry. sabrina <laughs> I know you're blowing away, Goldie. Blowing away. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, what people do with their time is pretty incredible. We have We're a request. We have a request. Mm. Oh, what's happening? Sabrina. You're welcome, Ryan. Sabrina, what do you think about Paris Hilton doing this? Do you think that this is a good idea as a bio series? Will it make money? But it's A24. Do you think people will go see it just based on the fact that A24 is creating this project? No. Yeah, I don't really think so. No, people will go see it. Not because it's A24. People who just are obsessed with, you know, fame. Like, people who watch the Kardashians will go see it. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, that's just not my thing. Uh, I I, I worked on House of Wax, by the way. Queen Glamazona, my girl. Um, and she was a cunt. She fucking did not come to set on time. We were out in the cold, freezing her asses off in no clothes for like a very, very long time. And she just was in her trailer doing who knows what. Doing this. Um, you know, she was probably saying that's hot and snorting cocaine off someone's penis. I don't really give a fuck, but I just, like, she was well, a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> Um, so I, I know, I think I don't, I'm not saying that she's that same person, but she was super annoying and super disrespectful to an entire crew of people who were there to shoot her in a movie. Uh, and actually she wound up never showing up and they sent everyone home. So thanks for that. Don't you love when um, that happens? I'm a, I'm a hard pass on this, like an extreme hard pass, not just a regular oh, okay. hard pass. Like a kindly go fuck yourself. Don't ever fucking do this hard pass. I'm sorry. I'm what so, I've, I've had 
How did I not? drive past the theater with you, Sabrina, with picket signs that we go in front of A24. <laughs> tell them what fucking assholes they are for doing this. I just, I'm like, you're A24. Like, what are you reducing yourself to? I don't know. I just don't understand. Like, I, you know, I don't know. That South Park episode Multi-talented, was Multi-talented, the, the most enjoyment I've had out of Paris Hilton's existence was that South Park episode. So, mm. Based on A24's success, I think the Paris Hilton movie should be called Absolutely Nothing in All Places All at the Same Time. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Hit that goalie. A, Catch a, it. With a dot, dot, dot. My parents are super fucking rich, and that's the only reason why I'm famous. Yeah, there instead you go. of the, the hot dog fingers, she's had dick fingers. I'll watch that. <laughs> she's like plunging him in any crevice she can find. Any crevice she can find. Damn. She might fuck you, Goldie, with those fingers. Paris, good luck to you. I'm so sorry for all the hard times. <laughs> Something else I say good like to luck to really is it's a wonderful life spin-off called It's a Wonderful no, Night. Definitely good not. luck to this because Jimmy Stewart right now is rolling in his fucking grave. I love Jimmy Stewart. I love this movie. It's a fucking fabled, amazing Christmas story from the time long ago, but still still people watch it every Christmas Eve. Yeah, he fucking loves his daughter Zuzo that much. People, I do, I do. It's, like, it's, well, it's one of my favorite movies. I'm gonna throw out there one of my favorite movies because I love me some Jimmy Stewart. But Jimmy Stewart, I'm really bummed Your that this is going- uh, yeah, I'm gonna need our drink soon. Mm. Nicole Richie, we don't know where Nicole Richie is, but Queen. If you watch the VHS series, it's Having the producer babies, creator of that that's making this. It's a festive slasher comedy that's coming out. And of course, It's a Wonderful Knife is a play on words for It's a Wonderful Life because it is about a girl who wishes that she didn't ever exist. And then she wakes up and she doesn't exist. And the whole world is like fucking worse than it was before. Same concept as a wonderful life. And the poet Jimmy Stewart was, you know, he was lost all of his money. Mr. You know, it was, it was a whole thing where he was going to lose his family, his friends, his house, all that shit. And he wanted to kill himself for life insurance. And he ended up not doing it because he got saved by the angel. And then the whole world was worse without him. And so it's a whole play on like what you actually mean in the world and your footprint in your life. And a great story it really is i mean it didn't do well at all the time it fucking bombed massively thought it was be a huge hit but it's made up for over the years and jimmy stewart before he passed away he got a lot of praise for it so i love the movie it's great taking a play i knew it was gonna happen someday but i hear about this i'm like fuck this but it's coming out it's coming out this uh, is christmas so if you're excited about it it's so uh, the trailer's out we're not gonna watch trailer. i said no i'm not i'm not giving this fucking trailer time of day but it is out and because i love it so much i get so mad at somebody doing something i want a good adaptation to do something like this it's a wonderful life is not what i want now of course it might do really well it might do it's a wonderful life it's a classic thank you racer x a fucking classic but sabrina what do you think do you think this is great to actually do this kind of reboot because we've been here with this a lot we need the poo but you know we had the grinch the grinch uh that you know that that frightful night or uh, uh slight uh was it called silent night it was silent night but there was also the other that's, one that's different that's that, yeah. that's totally that's, different yeah they're having fun with that that's different but these ones they're rebooting project ip and taking that ipness and making it something that's horror based is wrong for me i think it's wrong what do you think sabrina uh, I, I mean, I, I'm not behind any of that shit. That fucking Grinch, fucking Winnie the Pooh crap. Like, I don't care. And also, the It's a Wonderful Life is super fucking depressing. It's and the only movie. child he loves when he comes back fucking home is oh, fucking that Zuzu Mary. bitch. Everyone else you, is Mary. like, fuck you guys. Um, I, it doesn't matter. He picks up the one baby and he's like, all of you are the fucking redheaded stepchildren of my life. Zuzu. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, I, I, that movie is terrible. I know that you love it and you watch it all the time. It's literally Happy terrible. Christmas. It's terrible. Every holiday season. It's terrible. And I don't like this is this is terrible. And like I watched the trailer and it's like the, the chick is like said some stupid shit. That I'm like, I'm like, what does that have to do with 
fucking it's a wonderful life and of course you know fucking number Justin one Long. fan over here he's like oh that's what he says in the movie I'm, who, I know this is stupid it doesn't make any sense it's dumb and I don't like it I don't want anything to do with it next <laughs> I get it here we go here's actually it's a wonderful life with Zuzu oh. and yeah there's Zuzu the only child he loves he has 46 <laughs> children that's the only kid he gives a fuck she about when sick. he comes home from his tri- time travel she gets sick and he's like oh whoa well, she, she okay you know he goes right upstairs oh, and makes sure fuck. she's okay no. but yeah no, I, I, no. Love, I love it no. I love it I love it Brandon, you're entitled to your opinion I, as am I I'm not loving about this I'm trash. not loving about this but this this is going to be trash that's gold this is trash what do you think Brandon do you have you, have you watched the wonderful life do you think this is a good adaptation to move forward and make it this world or you think they should have gone maybe more of a classic route what is the deal with people you know bringing back reboots no one asked like it's it's not even a reboot it's like a it's like a reconstruction bullshit situation needs that like nobody nobody let let it live where it lives it's a classic yeah in 1912 remember that and it's just yeah no just leave it leave it alone and I love this is why some things I believe less is more just let it die yeah no <laughs> I don't want to see this at all I really don't and honestly some of these reboots that they've done lately have just been you- not great so uh, yeah I'm kind of done with like anything I want something original Dude, I get it yeah, but they, there's no original these days, though, too. And this is what's oh, happening yeah. because of the strike and all that. It's like everyone's yeah. kind of going nuts and trying to figure out a way. Just what can we reboot? What can we reimagine? What can we make yeah. happen? You know, but and this I is I mean, like this the, is. Yeah, the, I just think the, the, the fucking content slamming that people are trying are getting nowadays is just causing something that is just like saying, hey, we got to fill this, fill this, fill this. What can we think of? And then it's like, well, let's just we haven't touched on this yet. Let's bring it up. And for a number, you know, three, four, five and six, I mean, Final Destination is still doing it. Saw the, uh, has a new movie. Let it die. <laughs> they're gonna do eleven. They're gonna do eleven too. Eleven's gonna happen. Yeah. They said this makes money, so they're doing another one. that said rebooting the franchise in a way, you know. Yeah, that's not going. If it makes money, they're gonna keep going. We talked about John Wick last time that Goldie was here. The director yeah. came out from John Wick and said he's got ideas for five, six, seven, eight, and nine. And he said, not that I'm saying I'm gonna do that many because I don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse when it's down. But if they get if better and better, if though. you know, there's a good story. We all love it. We're gonna do it. I have big ideas for it but that's what they do and i i love hollywood i love working in it but i hate when we don't get original stuff i just i just want i mean we we have minds let's make fucking content leave us wonderful life alone unless you have a fucking person like jimmy stewart to fucking bring that heart back and make it a great movie yeah. what do you think about this do you think this is a good idea to actually reboot it's a wonderful life have you seen it and do you think this trailer is a good adaptation of that project listen to me just give me two seconds of air time please brian you got it. This this idea is to film what Olive Garden is to Italian food. Okay. Yes. This is insane. It's insane. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Is as schmaltzy and shitty as it ever was. I'm happy you you like it, Brian. That, that's cute. Yeah. Um. But you know, <laughs> it's a you know you can take your baby and sit down and watch it and feel cozy and think about mommy's boob. But the thing is, this. <laughs> This, this making it a horror fucking. It, first of all, just watch. It's, it's a great picture. It's in itself already a horror film. Yeah, it really is. So, what the fuck? I mean, look, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's time for, for the Hollywood machine to just maybe try to do something original. It would be really fucking fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, 
I, 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 honestly, it's embarrassing to say I'm a member of so many guilds and unions, honestly. What the <laughs> fuck? You know, I mean, when talented people are out there looking for a job and you think, oh, they got cast and it's a wonderful knife. Um, man, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. But uh, ridiculous. You know, it's like I say right now. What I have to choose from is it's a wonderful knife or the Bachelor, whatever Silver Fox edition. Uh, oh, you know, no. that's, I go here. It is. There's my people watch that or or the Paris Hilton. Uh, people watch that movie. Oh, people oh, watch that. Oh, that's for Ryan. Ryan, shout out. Happy Friday, everybody. I'm gonna drink hey, that. Go. I'm gonna drink that. Oh yeah, you're right. Mm. Support, support. Yeah, you're right, Goldie. Like, fuck, you know, it just oh, it blows my mind. Uh, I hear the Exorcist remake is is unbearable. Uh, they I did, push it because I, of the Airs tour. Yeah. Right. I, what a surprise I, that is. I hear it's unbearable. I did want to see it, like, just for shit and giggles, but I hear it's really unbearable. Yeah, I mean, I saw the trailer for it. I'm like, ah, do we need to see this again? Exactly. As Lexi said depressing. in the chat earlier, we depressing. say that all the time. Do we need to see this? We want to hear this. We want to watch this. We, most of the time, we don't want to watch it. Goldie, it's just the world we live in. Solidarity. <laughs> Classic vodka, Ryan says. Solidarity. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't see anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait a second, Ryan. Hold on a second. Oh, wait, oh, I took it off. Hey, Let me put it back on for you. Hold on, hold on. Stay with this all there. Oh, let's go, let's go, bitch. Here we go. Here we go. Goldie's going in. Goldie's going in. More. Woo. More. No. Yeah. The secret to that is Swig, Advil, Swig. No, that is a recipe for hospitalization. I mean, it's a recipe for something, Sabrina. It's a recipe for something. But, you know, all these all these holiday projects are coming forward. I guess we're in that holiday yeah. season. They've been amping up for these. Again, they're doing another Blood and Honey, the Winnie the Pooh one. I mean, that's not a holiday. Why? Why? They might Who be doing another Grinch one. one? A lot of people, apparently. Apparently, no, a lot of no people. One, literally, no one watched it. A lot of people. Unbelievable. It's like people were maybe asking for, I don't know, but people no. were asking for a Thanksgiving movie directed by Eli Roth. Because during, if you remember back in the Grindhouse days when they did the Grindhouse movies with Tarantino and Rodriguez, they had the whole thing where they had a trailer where it was about Thanksgiving. It was a spoof trailer. A spoof trailer, you know, people love they laugh. I think I think uh, I Danny Trail on the Werewolf Women of SS, which is the second trailer in in that uh uh double feature. Oh serious? Oh that's awesome. Yeah it's it's it, those are fucking fun projects. They were fun projects, but they had all those fake trailers, you know, beforehand, Sabrina, and this was one of them. You know, and and now Eli Roth had so much buzz about it that he shot the movie. We announced this a while ago this was coming when they actually announced it and we had some set picks out and stuff like that but now the trailer came out and it's going to be interesting everybody but uh, here's what they're saying so the voiceover and the whole thing is there's an axe-wielding pilgrim who's trying to take down people yeah. and i mean you know i'm just gonna play the trailer we're gonna watch the trailer together because i don't believe awesome. anything we're just gonna watch it get an idea for what the movie's about and then we'll talk about it so here's the trailer for thanksgiving there'll be no leftovers you can read <laughs> I've got plenty to be thankful for. I need this small. I buy them all at the five and ten cent store. Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. Sure you did. I used to love this town. Until what happened that night. 
Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and I'm tired of pretending like everything is normal when it's not. Okay. <laughs> He's in all of his movies. Show some enthusiasm. Thanksgiving is an institution. Boy, Thanksgiving is an institution. Oh, shit. That's fucked up. No, 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 no! Someone's out for revenge, and they're turning it into a sick holiday game. This is weird. We're all tagged, and Patrick Dempsey at the table. But why us? Done shit since Grey's Anatomy, so. Ew. Oh, fuck. Weapon is using is straight off a Thanksgiving table. I don't want to spend my life looking over my shoulder. We need to Please stop him. The children. Oh, it's not me. Okay, I, come on. Do we have to keep going? Oh. Yep, there it is. Thanksgiving. It is going to be a very happy Guys. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't think it's over yet. Not over yet, You're fucking her golden. <laughs> Eli Roth, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> right, wait, 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 wait. Ray Charles could see that the idea for this is so fucked up. It's supposed to be an angry turkey coming in for revenge. What the fuck? They fucked the whole thing up. <laughs> it was a bunch of fucking turkeys coming after people. Yeah. I would be in the theater. Oh, like a, a pet cemetery situation? Oh, totally with the fucking sharpen their fucking necky things and kill people and whatever. This is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I like this Friday shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's totally crazy. But Goldie, would you would you actually go to a theater to watch something like this as opposed oh, yeah. to? Wonderful knife. No, I'm doing the double feature. It's going to be Paris Hilton movie <laughs> and then this one. It's no, it's a Disney series, yeah. bud. 100%. I'm going to do the two of them and then check myself into a fucking hospital. It's like Barbenheimer all over. I know, Goldie. Turkey. It's a lot. I think it looks Night, better uh, than the It's a Wonderful Knife, but like Eli Roth, he just he does, he does horror pretty Dude, good, doesn't he? It, he know he knows horror. The production value is going to be great. It's going to be fucking entertaining. It's wonderful. You know, it's just it, whatever. Wonderful's pushing it. You know, you know what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to hope and pray that America and the world isn't entertained by this horseshit. But that's not going to change anything. So go to the theater, eat your popcorn, pay the ticket, keep our industry yeah. going, and watch this bullshit. <laughs> I agree, and I think people will. I think people are going to go out and watch oh, this 100%. movie. And it is especially being earmuffs in line in the fucking snow to see this goddamn thing. <laughs> well, especially after the whole grindhouse thing, the fact that they had all the bugs coming into this and a fan base asking for it, even though it was never intentionally made or intentionally supposed to be made but now it's it's made it's out there they shot it It takes place in plymouth it's a pilgrim going in there in that's plymouth. Yeah, mm. yeah 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 it, it takes place it's like a apparently there's a big murder and the plymouth people or there's a pilgrim it's it's, it's a whole thing it's all tied into the pilgrims that's why Where's it's called the killer turkey 
kidding. We want to kill a turkey. He fucked that turkey up pretty yeah. bad, though. He sliced his fucking head off. He's like, fuck you, turkey. You're out. But you put the poster back up. You put the poster back up. There's literally something on the bottom that literally shows you how good this is going to be because it's okay. the worst pun ever. Let's see. We're we're gonna see. I mean, hold right, me right, one right, second. Right. I'll pull it back up. Oh my Please. god! We have to give our producer a few minutes I to find the uh, pun that's slide. You're talking. I can't believe no. It's one Friday the 13th on Thanksgiving. You're right. There will it's be no leftovers. There will be no leftovers. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. No leftovers. Oh, Not at all. Oh, <laughs> Goldie's drinking again. Goldie's no. drinking again. I know. But Brandon, uh, but Brandon, would you watch this though? Do you think this is like up your, you know, this is in your, your movie up, repertoire? Up is this something that you'd be all about? <laughs> up ass. your fucking movie ass. ass. Is this all about your up your movie ass? Is this, is this, is this stuck up there? Does it feel good? Does it feel good in or around there? What do you think? Totally going to waste my money on this one. Just an excuse to eat more popcorn and get an extra large uh, drink. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, this is we one of just. Yeah, you just you're supposed yeah. to almost. It's almost like like tradition to go see at least one shitty movie that you know you're. It's gonna be shitty, but you're probably gonna enjoy it because it's like perfect on point to your intuition. It's like yeah. how often are we obligated to do this? Yeah, I, I mean, one a year. It's one a year. You got at least. Do okay, I did the Meg this year, so I'm out. The Meg was yeah. great though. Oh. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was it was a good popcorn yeah, flick. That's a good one to waste that card on, yeah, for sure. I did the Meg too. I'm done. This is the festive yeah. though, the festive freaking like popcorn yeah. farting pissing movie to go see, right? I think it is. I mean, I'm I expending, I'm expending my one a year card for expendables, so like I'm gonna go see that. <laughs> but, like, this one, this one, I'll wait till it's really probably still, but like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I love how you said expendables. I think when you were on the show, we watched the trailer, right? We watched it when you were here. Oh, yeah. there's, there's literally the a perfect, billboard like not so close to, really close to my apartment i'm like god damn it this is the <laughs> perfect movie time. to go and do the penis and the popcorn trick you know oh, you cut the god. hole in the box <laughs> you mean like dig in the box yeah totally <laughs> take your dates wow. because there'll be no leftovers you cut a little hole in the well, in my case a little hole in the bottom of the popcorn <laughs> and you go in there and then she goes in for the popcorn she watches for the and then you really have fucking actual entertainment. Otherwise, you're wasting your fucking time. <laughs> the reason those two dollar theaters are so sticky. Oh my god, they work out really well. They work out really Green well. And, hey, Lexi C. Green Inferno theater, though. What did Lexi say? I'm putting it up. Green relax. Inferno. What is Green Inferno? It sounds like a porn. It does. It sounds like a uh, St. Patrick's Day porn. Green Giant or like, I don't know, maybe um, Swamp Thing. Sabrina, are you excited about this, though? Do you want to see Thanksgiving in the theater? I'll be honest. I I do like uh, uh, Rick Hoffman, I think, is that actor uh, who's in this. And and Eli Roth puts him in a lot of his movies. I think he was also in Suits with my favorite horrible human being, uh, Meghan Markle. I could be wrong, but I think that that's the case. Um, So he did Hustle. The first hostel was was terrifying to no, me. No word on this. Um, I was I was at the point uh, where um, nope. I you know was at the age where I, I might have gone to you. I can't I can't again <laughs> with that Dude, that picture. You reused that picture. I use Ryan. it for a reason. You reuse that picture. Why? Why is it? Why is it appropriate here? Can you tell me? Queen did that once before the popcorn trick. <laughs> I love oh, it. Wow. Get it, Queen. 
You have already been my favorite viewer, but now you have you up the ante, Queen Clamazon. Oh, I fucking love you. Goddamn right, Queen. That's how we do it, baby. <laughs> Queen is actually a big fan of yours, Goldie. The other day you weren't even on here, and she said that you were brilliant. So yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like we have a very symbiotic relationship. For the here. show, for the show, <laughs> cruise control. Um, okay, Queen, I'm an Aquarius, and I love sailing. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he's with the Aquarius. You can't leave it out. Got to throw it out there. <laughs> it's meaningful. I'm, sorry. I'm cut. I'm cut, babe. Call me. Also, can't leave that out. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. That's it. I'm done. That's Somebody it. else that's trying to put out if he's circumcised or not is a Wednesday star who was fired from his production because Wednesday right now apparently apparently uh, what they're saying now season two of course is in development and these reports have come out that oh, Percy good. Hines who was playing the love interest for Wednesday Percy. has been having parties where he gets the girls drunk and then tries to fuck them. It's Isn't a whole that thing. What all boys that's, do. That's a thing that people do once in a while. I Tuesday night. That's all that is. Oh, shit, Goldie. <laughs> Shots fired. But, but this is a, this is a movie. Or it's like it's a, I'm fucking almost there. So he has been doing this, and it came out on social media. It came out on X, where uh, he was saying, or there's a girl came forward and said that she was at a party and this happened, and then she blasted him, and now it's all over the internet saying that he's sexually harassing girls and he's just trying to fuck everybody. It's a whole thing going on. Fucked his whole career up. Now the producers said that he's not going to be coming back. They've they've dwindled his part down to nothing, so he's not coming back for the next season. But also, also, also. Also, also, there was a whole thing that came out being like they don't want to focus on a love interest for Wednesday moving forward. So I don't know if that's all about that. I feel like there was really no point for him after that season. Maybe this, again, as a company, you're going to not want that controversy moving forward. So maybe you do fire him because of that. You know, you let him go softly into the distance, you know, and let that happen. But overall, I think that he doesn't really serve a purpose moving forward, especially because the whole idea is that she's not going to be dating Wednesday. They're going to be dating people. They want to focus more on her family, her life, and she's not supposed to be doing that at all. So... And this happened nine months ago. Nine months ago, he was accused. And now they officially made the statement moving forward that he will not be coming back for season two. So I, I guarantee he's bummed. I guarantee it's hard. Anybody, even if like there's nobody that maybe he didn't even do anything. Again, these are allegations. So maybe he didn't do anything, you know, but the fact that somebody came forward and this is a social media thing. Let me go to Goldie first. Goldie, social media thing. So sometimes people say something on social media destroys your whole life. Do you think that's fair? And do you think that this guy will be okay? Here's what I think. If you choose to be a warehouse forklift driver, you have a little latitude with your behavior because you're probably not going to have an Instagram that reaches a million people. But if you choose to get in the, into media and you choose to do this for a living, you better button your shit up. If you're horny and you want to wave your penis in someone, then choose a different line of work. Because if you're going to get in the media and you decide to do this and behave like an asshole, it's going to get exposed and it's not going to fare well. So as mm -hmm. far as I'm concerned, you know, this kid's horny. I understand. Been there, babe. But the reality <laughs> is that kind of behavior is unbecoming. It's inappropriate. The reality is that he works and lives in media, and it's going to get exposed. So there should be no shock or surprise. You're going to be a fucking asshole, and you're going to be in the public eye at the same time. Those two things will fucking merge, man. I mean, that's just how it's going to be. So fuck him. Behave better. Wrap it up. Be a good Rapper. person and go fuck yourself. Yeah. As my 
as my father told me, Goldie, before I went to college, my, my, my father told me, he goes, he goes, son, wrap it before you attack it. And I was like, thanks, dad, for that advice. I appreciate it so much. But also be good to people. Don't fucking you're if you're in the limelight, just like you're saying, Goldie, if you're in the limelight, like you have to like think about everything you say, fucking cross every T, dot every I, and yeah, be right, good queen. with people. You see what Queen just What did Queen say? It's perfect. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But the thing is, right, yeah. Queen, yeah. Like, that the popcorn oh, trick. You're right. This guy. Yeah. Popcorn do the, trick. Do the popcorn trick, but be prepared for it to show up on your Insta. That's all. Yep. That's it. And you know what? Deal with those ramifications moving forward. I mean, that's what it is. What do you think, Brandon? Do you think that, that he is unjustly? I mean, I mean, you know, this happens all the time, right? It happens all the time. And especially lately, I feel like there have been people who have just said shit. And then, you know, you have no idea. Allegations come forward. People jump on that shit constantly. Yeah. As a person that's involved in the entertainment industry, what's your advice to actors right now that 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 are posting their life on social media? Do you think that he maybe just messed up? Or do you think that maybe he should just just fucking go away. Oh, well, first of all, you were the king of segues. That was a really good segue into this. But <laughs> oh, look at honestly, you. Honestly, at the same time, I was just mind blown from that. But yeah, no, <laughs> if, if there's no, like Goldie said it best. Like if you do, you know, you're in this business, uh, you got to keep it, keep it well. And, and, and if, you know, you said it was parties, like then there's like probably multiple people that have witnessed this kind of behavior and I don't think like studios would kind of like they would do a preliminary investigation and probably like something like that. And like if they made that decision, I don't think they made that lightly, you know, so I don't know. Like you, you just got to be careful for what what you do and how you are perceived and uh, and, and just like always in the public eye. You're always on interview and it's not. Yeah, that kind of behavior doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, it's or, like always, don't, be, don't be careful and just be prepared for it to be out there for everyone to see. That's yeah, all. Exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we talk about all the time on the show that, you know, if you're if you're an actor, it's part of the job. And, you know, if you if you expect that people aren't going to be talking about your Insta or not going to be talking about your life, you're fucking you're you're, you're just like you're fucking an idiot. Because, like, honestly, yeah. people are going to be talking about everything thing that you do it's just what it is like any, anything in the line anything anything at all you're in a big hit tv show and you know what i don't think it's the best thing ever i mean but it's part of the job and i welcome that shit tomorrow bring it on let's do that shit that's you know it's, it's great because honestly it's your audience like just attaching to you and talking to you about what you're doing and it's bad for people that are assholes because they do asshole things and that's what it is so Brandon, what do you think about this do you think that he's oh he's gonna be okay or do you think that this is going to have some ramifications for his career because he didn't fucking, I mean, he's like, maybe, maybe, maybe he's a raper. I don't fucking know him. The allegations, you know? Um, that was a lot. Uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you some fucking hard facts, Sabrina, or hard fucking yeah. drunk talk. I mean, honestly, like I, I'm, 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 I, I went to college. Uh, pretty much yeah, every, every guy tries to do, they throw parties to get girls drunk and try to fuck them. I think that's, but, totally normal thing to do on the other hand i totally agree that uh you know if you're you should you shouldn't do that anyway really generally speaking but it's a fact of life unfortunately um but if you really are going to do it maybe like goldie said don't don't you know be have a different job have a different job because people are going to find out they're going to figure and it's, it's going to be a fucking problem for you um I, I as far as what brian said i do think that that he is kind of important to the story uh, a little bit uh, on Wednesday. He's a student at that academy. Like I'm sure they can easily write him off, but like it was, 
you know, it was kind kind of a thing. Would uh, recast him then? Would you recast him if you were the uh, people or what the producers? No, absolutely not. No, you just get rid of him and then have someone else fill his place. And it's not even the love interest thing. I don't even think it really matters because she started with the Very other racist. guy who wound up being the you know the fucking. He uh, by the way, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what he's trying to do, like looking like that with that fucking hair and situation. Like I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like he was like you. Using his fame to try to fucking lure people into his house, and I don't know. It's like this is, that's what that's what life is about. That's what that that's what unfortunately when you're young and you're a girl, like guys are gonna try to fuck you all the fucking time. And even when you're you not young, like that's you what see? happens. You, the I mean, you, you. No, sorry, mm-hmm. Trump, but the motivation for a guy to sit in front of a fucking mirror and, and and act and learn and 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 to be vulnerable and to have all that is to get laid. No different than to play a fucking guitar, right? That's a fucking nightmare. But you do it because you have a motivation to get laid. He wants to Is that why you do it? Wants... No, I'm totally kidding. The point is... <laughs> you're, the point is, Sabrina, you're 100% right. It is human nature. It's what guys do. And when you get yourself in a position in the media, on TV, yeah. in the movies, on stage, where you are enamored by others, it allows you to go to the next level... Maybe mm-hmm. pour a drink, put a pill in it, wave your penis around a little bit. It's just fucking bad behavior. He did probably ruin his fucking career, but like also if he was any other person in the history of the world, he would just continue going to fucking college. You know what I mean? Like is that that like literally like I, I don't know. There's, there's no woman, girl, anyone who has ever reach the age of 20 that hasn't experienced something in this capacity. It's not my thing. It's right. It's not. It's fucked. But like, and, and you're going to continue, you're going to continue yeah. to deal with that for the rest of your fucking life because you have a fucking vagina. So congratulations to you. Uh, this is going to be the rest of your fucking life. Now, wait a second. I'm, I'm full figured like me. If you have a butthole, you <laughs> suffer in the same way with gay men because I'm apparently what they call a bear. And apparently I'm a fucking... <laughs> I am the bear. And if I'm in the wrong situation, <laughs> I fully understand, not wrong, a different situation than I'm used, accustomed to. I also have a vagina that is, uh, you know, being scrutinized and, uh, you know, admired. And I understand. You have a vagina that's being scrutinized? Breaking news. Breaking news. My 19 year old daughter told me what it's called. For a man, it's called a bussy. A back pussy. Stop I it. Got yeah. one. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, so anyway, you got to be no. careful of that pussy. I have to talk to Eden about that. <laughs> like you said, Sabrina, when you're in the media, you got to protect your pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and protect that pussy. And like people 100%. are saying in the comments, so if, you know, if these things are coming out and they let him go and then they fired him, that makes sense probably. There's probably some something to that, you know yeah, what I mean? Like and as a business, said, you don't want to push, you know, your yeah. boundaries. You, know, you want to be very careful about your brand. Your brand matters most. Yeah. And as an actor, you're part of that brand. And if you're going to do something that's going to fuck that brand up, it might screw your whole show up. And it makes me wonder if the Drew Barrymore show will be okay because she did try to go back to work, but all of her writers now, they fucking quit. They quit because they were in that picket line and she didn't care. And she eventually did say, we're not going to do it. But she said, there's only three. Well, she was, she cried. We talked about it. She cried. It was a whole thing. And I feel bad for her because, you know, again, she's probably being pushed by the studio. She's being pushed by the AMPT fucking B, being pushed by everybody to get back to work. And it's like, at that point, what do you do as a, as a talent? Like you're, 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 this is your fourth season going in. You're trying to figure stuff out. Like you have how many crew members? It's tough. It's a tough decision. But she decided to go back to work. Her writers picketed. 
they end up getting audience members to pick it with them. And then on top of that, they actually stopped and they didn't go back to work. Strike's done and they quit. It's happening. All three of them quit. They said they've been there since season one writing, and they've been the three of them, and they've been like a, a cohesive force this whole time, too. They're all called co-head writers the whole time. And and they're actually, I mean, like for them, Chelsea White, Christina, Kanan, and Liz Coe, for them, they said that just didn't make sense from the keep forward. And Drew Barrymore is awesome. I love Drew Barrymore. She's fucking great. She's, I mean, honestly, she's a freaking wet dream for anybody that's in the 90s. You know what I mean? Great woman, talented, fucking fantastic girl next door. I feel bad for her, but I also see this as a logistic thing that these people probably were like we can't go back to work after all this so her people left one thing about this Sabrina do you think this is a bad thing for them to leave or should they have just gone back to work you know because she did stop and then should they have gone back to work and keep running for it because I've been there for three seasons already uh yeah no I'm, I probably wouldn't have gone back to work either like the, the big thing was I think for them is that they uh did not laugh have any information like from their crew from her like basically their boss like to say that this is what we're gonna do you know what i mean like that's kind of annoying um so i i feel like they not only felt like she was not doing the right thing but also that she didn't have the common fucking courtesy to contact them and be like hey listen this is what the network wants me to do or this is what i want to do or however it came about you know, and, you know, reach out, have a chat. Like, you know, they were with her since season one. This is the fourth season. So for three years, you know, they collaborated together in a writer's room to figure out, you know, how they were going to run the show. And it's, it's really disrespectful and fucked up, you know, that um, they didn't, the show didn't reach out or Drew didn't reach out herself, you know, to, to try to kind of figure things out. And I, I just feel like that's, you know, as someone who worked on set and, and, you know, was decisions have been made without, you know, someone reaching out to you or like properly explaining things like that's it's not fucking cool. How hard is it? There's three people, three writers, like make a fucking phone call, three writers. you know, send a fucking email. I don't know. Um, so I think that they were just pissed off about that. They found out uh, that, that that she was going back through social media like they were giving away tickets or something. So I understand uh, their uh, anger and I understand their decision. Uh, you're a queen. You're right. They will absolutely find other writers. They will. That's you're already interviewing people. So they're going to go back. So they have to, you know, they have to find writers. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I don't, I don't think it's going to be difficult to do that either. Um, I mean, you're not going to have the same feel of the show. If all of your head writers left, like, you know, they they all shared like co co head, right. What was co the yeah, co head writer? Co head writer. Right. So it's three of them co head writers. I mean, you know, it's not going to have the same feel, uh, so they're going to be specifically looking for that. But at the same time, you know, there's a ton of writers and everyone's been out of work for a long time. So you're right. It's not it's not going to be easy. But I, I do. I, I agree with them. I, I, I feel like I, I, Chaotic I don't know. Situation, I feel like Rachel I probably would right. have been like, you know, Chaotic situation. You. you know, it's it's you feel disrespected when you feel like you're part of a family and you feel like you're part of something. You're a cog in that wheel. Like and then you get fucked in the ass. Like I just I. I no uh, lube. Yeah, no, still. Well, you know what? Sabrina, Sabrina, you bring up what, David? Uh huh. Hi, how Thank are you. you, Sabrina? Sabrina Tori, David Goldson here. I have the floor. Hi, um, so nice to meet you, mate. <laughs> you know what? I, what you, you brought up an, inter an interesting point that America Today. needs to be aware. When of. I had the yeah, floor. Yeah, when you had the floor that I just took. Right. From you. Oh, okay, okay. Just Why don't you drink up, Thank Johnny? You. All right. Anyway, point <laughs> is, you know, there is no such thing as family in this industry. We say that word all the time. Oh my God, they're so generous. But you feel it. You feel it. But you know what? When push comes to shove, everyone's out for themselves. Drew Barrymore is a wonderful human being, almost hairless, lovely human being. The bottom line is she was taking care Ooh, of Ooh, nice Barrymore. picture. Yeah. I, I took that. 
She. Uh, <laughs> she Great picture. Her, yeah, well, it was a fun day. I made hot dogs. The point is, <laughs> she was taking care of herself. And, you know, sometimes self and family don't intermix the way they should. And the reality is this is an industry. And as much as you feel like there's a family involved, everyone's out for themselves. And in this situation, Drew misstepped. I don't think she did anything wrong. I think it was well-intentioned. But I agree with you, Sabrina. She should have made a phone call. Hey, writer friends, I'm going to do you a solid. Let's get back to work. And they would have said, no, don't do it. And then they would have stopped. Yeah. And then they'd all be together again. Yeah. The reality is it's not a family. It's a business. But also, like, and, okay, when you work, you're, everybody's you going backwards, which writers are. I know you've worked in TV a lot, um, but you do a lot of movies, right? Movies are different, yeah. right? They're one run, I and that's mo- it. When, most when you work on a... T- yeah. I, exactly. So that's my point. Like when you work on a show for fucking seven years or ten years or fucking three years or five years, it's different. Like it's I'm I, I, I'm not saying that a movie doesn't feel like family because it does. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like when you are year and year again, like you know, and plus she started over the fucking pandemic. Like there, you know what I mean? It was like this whole like different sort of camaraderie. They were the only people that they were allowed to see outside of quarantine. Like, and that's fucked up that you don't make a fucking phone call. Like, just do your due diligence. exactly my point. My point is, it feels like a family. And with all those things you just mentioned, which are- Oh yeah, no, it's 100% not. I've been taught that a million times, but that doesn't mean it doesn't feel that way. It doesn't mean that you don't deserve respect. Yeah, Yeah, That's why there's so many problems in our industry. Yeah, if you make the decision yeah. and you make the conscious choice of, of like making like decision and saying like, okay, well, I know best. I'm going to do this anyway without even any conversation, you know, beforehand. Yeah, of course. It's like, all right, well, now I don't feel like a family because I'm not included in decision making or just like in general. Like it, it's not. Yeah, it's not fun. It's just, I'm not, I'm not faulting her. I'm sure she was pressured to make that decision. It just would have been smart for her to reach out to the prop, you know, to, yeah. to her writers and be like, this yeah. is what they want me to do. Like, how do you know what I mean? Like, and you're as a, especially as a talk show host, you're very close to your writers. Oh yeah. hundred percent. They do all, they yeah. do your monologue. They do, you know what I mean? Like, the new you are segment. Very, you're in the fucking room. It's not like you just get handed copy and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Room, this is what I'm do. Happen. Like you are very involved in the process. So yeah. for her to reach out and do that, I think is, you know, a uh, very, you know, uh, What's the right word? Um, it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do, yeah. period. And it, what's, what's going on out there? Brandon, do you think you. that she'll be okay? You think she'll be okay, <laughs> though? After all is said and done, she'll get a new team. She'll be okay. That she'll continue for five more seasons. Honestly, the what uh, you know, what Sabrina just said is perfect. Like, you are really, as a talk show host, you are really oh, I love perfect. Thank you. You are really, really close to your writers. So, like, the fact that this even happened is actually quite a big deal. And, like, you can't Fuck just up. get that relationship back willy-nilly with three other people it'll take some time so yeah no i don't know uh we'll see how it goes hopefully it's like you know it starts off like at least decently mediocre because it probably will be and then uh they'll find their stride they'll they'll get back in for sure but speaking of this this but speaking of this whole strike, everybody, we're getting a little late in the day, but speaking of the strike the whole time, you know, they've been going back and forth about what's happening with the WGA. Now they have a deal with SAG after people are wondering, like, why isn't everybody back to work? So because of that, I sent our special correspondent out in the uh, out in the news today. Peppy came out because Peppy's been trying to get in the show for a long time. And Peppy said, hey, fool, put me on the show. I want to go out. I want to create some fucking chaos. I want to find out what's happening on the street. So for the very first time on Cruise Control, welcome Peppy, our correspondent. Woo, Woo Peppy! <laughs> 
Oh my God, out here in the field. Everybody's out here. These guys are marching out here for a fair share. About damn time you gave me a close-up. No one's here to see you, Brian. The people came here to see the Pep Star. Welcome to the Pep Star in the field. I've been begging these fools to give me a microphone and finally, I got one. Pep Star, capital P-E-P-S-T-A-R. Yeah, that'd be me. Holla. My brother, my brother, camera over here. Close up on me, all right? Close up on me. No one's here to see Brian. The people came here to see Pep Star. Don't worry about her. She with me, this my little boot thing. Anywho, I've been barking up and down this damn picket line for weeks, waiting for AM, PTP, to make a fair deal with sagging after. And this is what pisses me off. These fools aren't talking again till Monday. What's wrong with Saturday and Sunday? Make a damn deal, A-M-P-P-P. Shit, there's a lot of letters. And throw in a little snickety snacks for Pepstar. Don't be stingy, A-M-T-P-T-P. Whatever the fuck that name is. Look at all this talent out here. Just waiting to give the Pepstar some love. Oh, hey, girl. Hey, you wanna you wanna get Pepstar belly? You know, I've been Looking for a belly rub. What's your name, girl? Make a deal. A M P T P. A lot of letters. We need to get back to work on Monday. Do something over the weekend. Oh, hey, girl. How you doing? Thank you, Peppy. Thank you, Peppy, out there in the field helping us out, giving the information about the strike right now. Peppy's gonna be popping in once in a while. He really wants to be involved. So he went out to the picket lines. Great stuff, Peppy. Whoever your editor is, they're fucking kicking ass. Appreciate you, man. Keep coming back. Because Pep Star. <laughs> I love me some Pep Star, it's, but it's Drew Barrymore's team, by the way. That's producing Peppy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we have no idea what's happening with that, but there's still news that's moving forward with all their projects because everybody oh. as we always say there's 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 fucking reboots coming and there's a big reboot coming for well you're gonna find it right now that leads me to our feature story oh night let's get it <laughs> invasion of the body snatchers is happening everybody for like the fourth time oh, it's it's me. it's nuts they've had so many reboots for this reboot remake redo redo ha 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 redo you know it keeps happening over and over again of course the first one came out in right. 1956 I mean, most people, 1956 we had one in you know and that one was like doing well but they did another one another one another one we had a second one in 1993 and we had another one that happened back in 2007 i mean we've had so many of these snatching body reboots but that's what this business is like you know they wait a long time to make another one it's been 16 yeah, years since the last one yeah it, it, it is it is it is but the a covert extraterrestrial invasion is is upon us with aliens who grow perfect copies of human beings who infiltrate society that's what this is all about so of course the last one with daniel craig and that one did, did all right they changed names slightly they made it did its own thing before then we just kept rebooting i mean i think the second one actually had um it had like a lot of big people in it too and which is actually the best one probably but what do we think about this? You know, they're making, I'm, I've been drinking a little bitter, but they're making a reboot of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Is that a good idea? Should we be doing that? We're in the late night, so we're doing some hot takes right here. Uh, let's go to Sabrina first. Sabrina, what do you think? You want to see this? Me? You not want to see this? What do you think about this? Why Very fast. First? No, I don't want to fucking see it. It's fucking stupid. Cut your shit. They get new eye penis. 
That's my that's my message to everyone uh, who makes movies and is able to make decisions. Don't go with safe shit that you fucking think is going to be awesome and fucking it's just going to be a fucking huge disappointment to everyone involved. Thank you, GR. Donald Sullivan um, was in the one of them that you had. Sure, of course. Jeff was, Goldblum was in this shit before. 75, yeah, hard pass. Just hard fucking pass. Why don't we make another fucking blob over at it? Like, just stop. Beware just of stop. the blob. Get a new it fucking goddamn idea. Please, I think if you're going to do blobs, let's do it as a stage play. Okay. That's just, that's a weird uh, segue to something else that I uh, think would be kind of amazing because of that theme song. It's the most ridiculous theme song for a fucking horror movie in the history of life. I wish we had it that I could play it for you because I can't sing it. Anyway, no, hard fucking no. And yes, there he is, Donald Sutherland. Kicking some no, fucking ass, no, Donald Sutherland. Oh, no one yeah. needs 75. Like Lexi just said, where's Lexi? She said something about. She's probably seen all this. Nicole Kidman, yeah, the last one, the invasion one. No, 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 the pod people. (laughs) The pod people. Put them in a pod. Uh, Where root that song, bitch, and stick them up your candy ass. That's all I can say. Yeah, no, I'm 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 done. I'm done. No, no. Fucking no. Goldie, do you want to see this? Hold on. People do fucking this shit because they know that there's like a niche fucking horror group that will watch all of this fucking nonsense. Like there's a niche fucking thing with horror. And so everyone is like, oh, I'm just making a horror movie. Fuck off. Please don't. Just just fucking don't. Just don't. That's all I'm it's, it's I'm pleading with you. Please. Can you give me a please don't. and thank you? I've had, please please please. You always say please and thank you. You always say that. Thank you. Fuck yourself. Goldie, <laughs> do you want to see this, Goldie? You mean they've, like, like Lexi was saying in the chat, it's pretty much approximately I, every 20 years again. It's 16 years now. Do you think this is appropriate time to do another reboot of this? Should we do this? Should we leave it alone? What do you think? Three three words for you. I can't wait. really that excited about it really honestly i'll be look i have uh, i'm i have two kids one's 14 real asshole and i have a 19 year old oh my god Uh, how dare you say that about jacob well he's different right now he's he's asian issues in his room um but you know what either of them have not neither of them have not seen invasion of the body snatchers if they reboot it in a way that engages the next generation they're not the going age. to they're not going I'm to totally, we don't know yet I'm totally i'm totally kidding this is a bad <laughs> idea why because it's like all other ideas that are bad well oh i like that part that's that's a if they can oh my god them, i would buy that i would buy that. Um, <laughs> was that you thing, yeah. can you not do that anymore i can't even look at that that's my nope. fucking weekend wow uh, the point the point is uh, no, it's it's pretty much a bad idea because the the original mm-hmm. is outstanding. You know, there's something to be said about proper filmmaking that allows it to be, uh, you know, relevant throughout the ages. The original Invasion of the Body Snatchers, if you can get into it, maybe eat a gummy. It's really fucking good and it's really fucking yeah, the scary. OG, not 75 liter. Yeah, correct. It's enough already. You know, we yeah. we just got through a fucking strike of people standing up for themselves saying, we matter. Yeah. We'll fucking prove it. Let's start mm-hmm. having some creative shit come through the pipeline. Original. Yeah. And, and this, this, I mean, they have been rebooting it so many times. Like Racer X said, the first one, or the one down the other one, the second, I guess the second one was actually very scary. And of course, there's those weird memes I'm showing from that the one with Goldie and the one with him, like, oh, and they, they zoom in on it did really well sometimes the original i, I remember i watched i think it was a this is the bob lexi had a podcast actually where she would they I just thought analyze I the, the three demers yeah three demers they analyze Five. different show through the show Five. reboots i should say reboots through different eras and like what 
worked the best. And sometimes stuff in the 80s and the 70s worked the best, I still think. The practical you effects know what were worked fun. The, best? the fucking original one. That's what worked the I don't, best. I don't, I, for the original one, yeah. the 50s, I'm not sure about that, though. The 50s one is like, the, the you know, special effects changed, ideas changed. It was about yeah, the Soviet no, war back you're then. You're not going to see fucking time. CGI, dumb fuck. Like, obviously. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, you can make better things, though. I mean, I mean, you're also very based on the era that you're in. And nowadays, you can maybe change a little bit. People are talking about aliens all the fucking time right now. So maybe it might be a perfect time to reboot exactly. this honestly we're at an era where everyone's talking about aliens everybody brandon, brandon what do you think buddy uh honestly yeah, what do you think? i i literally just said a couple minutes ago that they should stop rebooting shit but at the same time i do love the original so much that I'm oh fuck off brandon it. i know i know i but i'm fuck but off like you said it like you said it's the horror niche people that'll probably give it money and yes, right. I will have my money because you I'm you are that person. Money. You also said you were going to see violent. And where the fuck was it? Thanksgiving oh, fucking Thanksgiving. no leftovers. I am probably no leftovers, Sabrina. <laughs> no leftovers. Fucker uh, for stupid horror horror films. Like really, like super. super it's horror. the niche. No, it's just you know. There's something super simplicity about going to laugh and laughing inside the movie theater because I will do that. I will go in and, and, and make it make it horrible for the rest of everyone else. But like if it's funny and it's stupid, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time regardless. And uh yeah, no, it's gonna No, it's it's definitely not gonna be a good time regardless. That's a terrible statement that you just made. I don't think that this is a time for this. I saw it like the everyone's didn't work too well. I'm all, I'm, Brandon, I'm with you. I'm all about this right now. Let's just make this shit happen now. And maybe it's the right time again. Again, I'm, I'm playing in the alien talk. I love fucking talking about aliens. And I think it's it's that time. People are thinking about this. Balloons, the balloons. It's all the fucking balloons. They're here. They're here. <laughs> they are here. They've always been here. Like alien that I saw on TikTok the other day. Like, yeah, I'm not sure I believe that. I'm not sure I believe that mummified alien, but you never know. Like, they've geez, always been here. Like they probably live in our fucking Earth's core and shit. Absolutely. They might be living amongst us. You never know. You never know. Absolutely. You never know. But, yeah, we can't be alone. I'm going to always let my imagination stray. Like, But, like, yeah, some people's imagination are out there, and I don't know how much drugs that they're on, but I wish I was joining them. All the drugs. All the drugs. All of them, literally. All at once. All the drugs. Keith Richards is in there somewhere, but uh, it, yeah, no, it's having uh, a great time, having a great fucking time. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm probably going to see it. It's so stupid, but I'm probably going to see it. It's coming, everybody! Invasion yeah. of the Body Snatchers for like this is the fourth time, I guess. Woo! Get ready for it. Shit's not yeah. going to stop anytime soon. They keep making yeah, this happen. Danny with Donald Sutherland. Fuck yeah, Race Rex! Thanks for being back on a Friday. Appreciate you so much. That's but like yeah, and this is happening, yeah. whether you want it or not. Hollywood pushes these things forward. They're going down. We're getting a fucking invasion of the Body Snatchers. And you know what? For me, I'm down, but everybody is. But let's make it happen. I don't know how you don't like after fucking everything everywhere all at once won everywhere, fucking everywhere. all the Academy fucking awards. Like, how do you fucking just keep reading Goldie's movie? The same fucking the penis fingers. fucking bullshit. I'm just saying, like you, I like it's proof. It's proof that nobody wants to see this clean kind of bullshit that just makes a marginal profit. Like, do something that matters for fuck's sake. Oh, I'm yeah. fucking sick of it. Oh yeah. Rick yeah. is there an audience? We're gonna know soon. We're gonna know soon when there they start is. actually I'm, shooting. I'm, I'm sure there is. There absolutely is. But I'm just saying, like, it's not gonna be great. It's just gonna exist. Yeah. I'm sorry, Brandon. What are you saying? I'm sorry. I'm gonna no, say it's, it's like gonna like happen. People like me, like I will definitely go see it. Oh, don't, don't say that. So, no, 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 no. Not, not, not You're a not stupid. Not, not uh, the show. Not me, but like seriously. 
Like, I really am. I love stupid, like, so much. Like, so it's going to be that way. Yeah. No. I, I think that's called stuck on stupid. I think there's yeah, a term. Hey, 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 hey. Brandon is not stuck on stupid. Some people are, but Brandon is not stuck on stupid. Stupid that comes. I love okay, it. like so mediator. Anybody that comes to the show is not second stupid. They're a friend of the fucking show. That's what it comes down to in the night. But <laughs> this is happening, everybody. Whether you love it or hate it, you want to fucking piss on it. It's happening. It's going down. We're gonna have a great time talking about it later when it actually comes out to see what the reviews are all about it. Good but point. it's going down, everybody. Body yell, snatchers, get ready for the fucking fifth or sixth or seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. You were John Wick director. You get ten of them. So they're going down. They make it every fucking ten years, twenty years. It's not gonna stop. So get ready for it. It's happening. Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for being on our cruise control tonight. Appreciate you so much. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to tighten these shades up a little bit. You know, it's, you know we're getting rid of that time, you know? We, we sometimes talk too long on a Friday. You know, it's about, it's about rapid fire drinking. That's what this is, Goldie. Rapid fire drinking and conversations and good times. And I want to thank you. I'm a, Brandon, thank you for being back on Cruise Control. Very late notice. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you, man. You're the man. Happy you came back. Had a great time chatting with you again. Hopefully the work is going to keep picking up for you because jobs are happening again. So and this guy, audio engineer, fucking listen to his shit. You listen to his shit. You don't even know you listen to his shit. <laughs> Thanks for being back. Thank you. Goldie, Mr. David Goldsmith. Thank you for coming back on Cruise Control. As always, everybody David, check out the Frank Nink podcast. It's great <laughs> stuff. There's a big story. We have, a, we have a, a little video on Cruise Control. You can check it out and hear about more about. But Goldie, before you take off, tell people rapid fire, two seconds. Why should they check out your podcast? Well, because I'm fucking unbelievable really no yeah. it's because it's important man it's about it's about what we're dealing with as a country what we're going through as a species uh yeah man the frank mink show check it out on spotify it's an amazing experience we've got some really great interviews we're trying to upgrade we're trying to keep doing it trying to keep moving uh yeah man i appreciate everyone tuning in but more importantly i appreciate you having me back on man it's always a good time and i'm drunk <laughs> yeah. I'm happy you came back, Goldie. I'm really happy. People love you. I, I, I love you. Fucking great having you here. It's fun tra- talking about the news with you. And of course, it's not just the news, it's a conversation. We have a great time. Yeah. Thank you for being back. Everybody, check out his podcast. You'll have the links attached to all these videos. Check it, check it, check it, no. check it out. <laughs> Sabrina, thank you so much for being here. As always, my lovely co host, looking fucking spectacular tonight. Thank you so much for being back on a cruise control tonight. <laughs> Bye, Queen. Bye, Brian. Bye, Goldie. Bye, Brandon. Thank you, everybody, for being here. As always, everybody, tell your friends, your family, your uncles, your aunts, your cousins, your nephews, your grandmas, your grandpas, your great, 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 great grandmas and grandpas who had fucking fudge babies that popped out last week and you fucking had no idea where they came from. Tell them to grab cruise control. Put the chinchillas and the beavers and the wasps and the fucking bears and the tigers and the fucking dogs, the cats, the bears again who fucked the cats and had cat bears. Those are fucking crazy. Tell them to grab cruise control. Tell the fucking mailman who fucked your chinchilla in your backyard because that fucking happens every fucking day because those fucking chinchillas are fucking nuts. And they're, they're fucking Rizzy. promiscuous, man. They're promiscuous. They fuck everybody. If you get close to a chinchilla, they're going to fuck you and have your babies. Tell them subscribe to Cruise Control. They have so many fucking babies. Tell everybody out there, share, share, share. Like and subscribe. Tell your fucking Patreons. Because honestly, at the end of the day, we are at 622, 23 subscribers. It keeps building every day. We love you so much. Thank you for being here always. And then fuck those skunks who piss on your fucking neighbor's fence and then spray you with fucking jizz. Fuck them, but they still subscribe. Anyways, everybody, have a great night. As always, appreciate you being here on Cruise Control. Happy fucking Friday. Hope you had a few drinks with us as we were drinking the whole time. Thank you for being here, as always. And uh, there he is, the star of the hour, Peppy. Thank you, Peppy, for joining us and bringing your own segment to the program. And until next time, everybody, see ya.